Welcome to the Naperville Moms Network. My name is Dr. Kathy Subber, and I am honored to serve as our show's host alongside of my friends, Erica, Sarita, and Patty. Last month, we talked helicopter parenting and mom tribes. This month, we feel brave enough to tackle some of the mommy wars. Stay at home versus working outside of the home, nursing versus bottle feeding, childbirth choices, sleeping arrangements, discipline methods, etc. Speaking of being brave, who wants to start this conversation off? <laughs> <laughs> You know, by saying that something's a war, you're implying that there's two sides, and both sides want to be right. Mm -hmm. And when it comes to motherhood and parenting, that's just not the case. Yeah. There is a right for an individual within a family with a child, because each child yeah. in a certain place and time mm -hmm. and circumstance. So, um, do they exist? Yeah, I think we'd be naive to say that they didn't. We're in a time where everything is amplified too and we're getting judgments and opinions not only in person, you know, mm -hmm. from neighbor Sally down the street, but also on a screen from mm -hmm. someone that we've never even met. So I think sometimes the wars are more internal than mm. they are external. I think that- That's such a good point. If I'm making a choice, let's say to when I when Natalie was really really little I supplemented pretty early on along with nursing and I found myself meeting someone and th vomiting it I'm doing this because <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not making enough right. and this and this and I had mastitis and this per this poor unsuspecting person doesn't care what I'm doing my baby's healthy my baby's thriving my baby's growing that's all that matters but you have again going back a little bit to that mommy guilt mm -hmm. so you feel like it's an, a war that becomes amplified mm -hmm. when I think 90% of it might just be your own issue yeah. you know right I agree with that and I think you mentioned we see it on the screen you know social media I think has just made us more aware or mm -hmm. maybe you know of what other people are doing mm -hmm. and we always have or at least I always have this need to like you know want to be included you know I, I'm not doing that right and I want to be in that group and well they're doing that so I should be doing that and I did the same thing with the justification but it was for work you know and mm -hmm. I, I worked outside the home and there were moments when I would sit down with friends who stayed at home and I would immediately go into these long excuses about why I was working outside the home. And the truth was I liked working outside the home and it was something that even if I didn't have to supplement my income, I would have wanted to do. And for whatever reason, I started feeling really guilty about that but it was me. It mm -hmm. wasn't the people I was talking to. Mm -hmm. It wasn't any of, they weren't making me feel bad. I was making myself feel bad. Right. So I think how do we get over that part? Like mm -hmm. how do we move making ourselves feel good about whatever decision we make mm -hmm. in parenting? Right, and, and I think, you know, sometimes you don't know the full story behind mm -hmm. a decision mm -hmm. or a parenting right. style that another parent might have. Um, I remember with my daughter uh, when she was young, I was a working mom. So at the time, you know, we were part of a growth group at church and we would meet on Fridays. And, you know, I struggled because I was away from her all week. I didn't want to leave her and she had a lot of health issues. Um, so we couldn't leave her with any sitter or 
anyone we could. It had to be someone who knew all her history. But sometimes people pass the judgment. You know, mm -hmm. they don't understand. You know, you're all the time with your child. You need time mm -hmm. on your own. So I think sometimes you just don't know the whole story, mm -hmm. you know? Yep. And you just have to keep in mind that, you know, that every parent is doing their best mm -hmm. and might not have all the answers, but you try to do the best you can. And you know your family and what your needs are. Ultimately, you need to have a happy child or children and a happy mom. Yeah. And that happy mom is sometimes a little bit more important. They say on an airplane, you take care of yourself. You put that oxygen right. mask on and then you put it on your child. Right. Yeah. And there's so mm -hmm. much truth. You can carry that throughout so many different circumstances. And if the mom is co-sleeping because that is the only way yeah. that anyone is going to get sleep in the house, mm -hmm. then that produces a child who is well-rested mm -hmm. and a mom who is well-rested. And if, you know, you're all of these different things yeah. and you know as far as the stay at home and working as well I mean some moms are at their best when they are pouring themselves into work and then they are completely present mm -hmm. when they are there with their children and that is being the best version of, of their own mother <laughs> motherhood mm -hmm. right. um, and it's so so different and we, we really need to stop. I think, you know, out of 10, I think nine are really supportive. There's always that one. There's always <laughs> right. that one. No, I, I get that. Um, that nope. I definitely feel some judgment from and, you know, that's okay. You just kind of got to put it on them. And right. especially with social media, you know, where uh, people are transparent about what they're going through, just being cognizant and respectful. Yes. Mm -hmm. uh, in passing the quick judgment on someone's situation. Mm -hmm. Um, I think we just need to be more supportive and empathetic of each other. Yep. Mm -hmm. yep. I know when I went to give birth, I, I was trying to do a natural childbirth. As a chiropractor, I end up seeing a lot of moms that have pain at the source of the epidural side, mm -hmm. which is one of the sometimes right. one of the side effects. Mm -hmm. So I think yeah. I got scared into it a little bit more. And um, I ended up with my first birth. I remember prepping for it and thinking about where I'd be feeling the pain and trying to make myself um, ready for this experience that I wanted to have and picturing all the pain just kind of abdomen lower area well I went into giving birth and I started going back through labor. and oh I had back labor oh, and I yeah. was like it was like a tornado going off in my body I, and I was so shocked in that moment how out of control I felt mm. and how like my whole body felt like it was taken over. And I remember like up on the bed, on my knees, rocking back and forth, trying to very logically come up with the one statement that would let them let me go home. Mm -hmm. And I was like, all right, if I say this, if I say this exact word, they're going to shut this off for me, and then I'll go home, and I will promise to come back tomorrow. So anyway, <laughs> I, I really, I, in my mind, I was very logical about this, and I was going to come up with that one statement. Um, and I ended up being able to do it naturally. I thought I was going to break in half. So when I have patients come in and, and go, oh my gosh, I ended up having to have a C-section, or I, you know, I wanted to do natural, but I ended up having, a, mm -hmm. having the epidural, I'm like, listen, I get it, right. you know? It's it's a very different and unique process for each mm -hmm. woman. I've mm -hmm. talked to women where like I didn't really hurt until I was actually giving birth. Right. Well, lucky you. That's awesome. Right. Like, don't don't <laughs> right. tell anyone that. You know. <laughs> I think so. it comes down to confidence, and you we have to have more confidence mm -hmm. as moms in the decisions that we make. I mean, we're all, as we've said a million times, we're doing mm -hmm. the best we can, but we're presented with a you know issue. We've got 
couple different choices. We do the research, mm -hmm. we have conversations, we go with our gut, and we make a decision. And once that decision's made, we need to just be confident in it yep. and not the, the but, right? That yeah. conjunction. I wanted right. to, but just right. stop there. You want that's great. Yep. You know, move on and let's just embrace what's happening now. Look at this beautiful child and mm -hmm. let's take care of your back while we're at it. <laughs> right. Because <laughs> right. yeah, I, you know, um, it's it's interesting. We, uh, you know, sometimes you feel like you're reliving high school mm. all over again. You know, in terms mm -hmm. of the different personalities of moms. Some who are very vocal and verbal mm -hmm. and how they feel. Or passing judgment but I think we have to remember our kids are watching us mm -hmm. do you know what I mean so yeah. we need to be good role models for mm -hmm. them in terms of how we are approaching and passing on judgment on each other yeah absolutely and I think that's exactly it you know it's us paying attention to how we react mm -hmm. to other people mm -hmm. you know it mm -hmm. is knowing that there's a backstory behind every decision we make as parents and everyone is trying to do their best I know when I first started working from home and I was working full-time from home and I would have friends that would ask me to do things for them at their house like oh hey you're home can you go uh, over and right. let my dog out or can yeah. you go over and it was like but but I'm working too. And so you had this moment of, but wait a second, you know, yeah. you're not appreciating what I'm doing. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, and then I would do it. Like I would stop, be like, okay, well, I got to go let somebody's dog out, or I got to go let somebody's. I go, wait a minute. Yeah. No, and the thing is, again, it was me that was creating this. They didn't realize that what they were, they weren't trying to be disrespectful mm -hmm. or mm -hmm. to discount the fact that I worked from home. They were just thinking of their own stuff going on. Mm -hmm. And when I actually had a conversation about how, you know, I a lot of times have meetings during the day, they're like, oh my gosh, I am so sorry that I always, I just assume because you're home and I, I wasn't even mm -hmm. thinking about that. Right. So uh, we have to be more conscious about how we treat other moms and mm -hmm. how we respect what their decisions are you know, on Facebook and on mm -hmm. Twitter and all those wonderful mm -hmm. social media channels that we have that exasperates mm -hmm. every issue. Mm -hmm. that we have mm -hmm. and to what you're saying you know a lot of times it's misunderstanding and miscommunication right. and it helps to just set things straight right. you mm -hmm. know or in your case as right other moms realize that you know you're working from home so sometimes I think we just need to take that initiative mm -hmm. and just mm -hmm. clear the air and set yeah. boundaries mm -hmm. as yes. well you know right. um, when I when I um, had my kids, one of the nice things is I could work three and a half days a week and then stay home with them. And my husband at the time, we owned the practice together, so uh, we had a nanny that came to the house three days a week, which was awesome. And I would, I would wake up and I'd be like, what day is it? Do I stay home or do I? I'm like, oh, I get to go to work. Like, <laughs> <laughs> and, um, and it wasn't that I didn't love my children. Right. It was that it, I personally found mm -hmm. staying home with little babies way harder than mm -hmm. being a role as a doctor. Mm -hmm. I just found it way harder. Mm -hmm. There are some of my friends that the thought of going back to work has them in tears all day long because they cannot imagine not being home with their babies, right? Mm -hmm. Two different styles of mom, not one being more right or wrong, but why on earth does there need to be any type of battle no. about that? Right. And I think it goes back to Erica, what you were mm -hmm. saying about confidence, right? Mm -hmm. I confidently love my career and love my children, and I'm a better mom mm -hmm. if I can have my career and and be fulfilled in that area of my life, and then I'm just filled up more mm -hmm. to, right. to give more to my kids. And sometimes that decision isn't necessarily the decision you'd want to make. So there are, you know, if your friend is 
crying and they can't bear to be away, but they do have yeah, to go to work. That's and I think rough. that's sometimes where the def defense comes in because yeah. I, I have to go to work. We need our health insurance. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, but I'm really sad about that, so I'm just going to project that onto moms who are at home because <laughs> right. I'm upset about it. You know, and yeah, so it's true. It, we all make decisions, not necessarily decisions we want to make, but ones mm -hmm. that make the most sense. Yeah. You know, I was a, a teacher um, in a low-paying district in the city of Chicago. And, you know, you, you crunch the numbers and you think, okay, is this take-home worth it for our family. In yeah. some families, yes, it is. Sure. For our family, at that time six years ago, it wasn't. I wasn't thrilled about bringing home $15,000 when all was yeah. said and done. So it's, it really, really differs time, place, situation, family, and we have got to be more supportive of yeah. everyone. Well, I couldn't agree more. <laughs> it's a tough topic, you know? Mm -hmm. yeah. At the end of the day, we are all so different it seems best if we respect other moms' ways of being a mom. We'll be right back with more of the Naperville Moms Network. Stay tuned. Welcome back to the Naperville Moms Network. Okay, enough about the wars, let's get to the fun. One of my favorite parts of being a mom is enjoying my boys and finding cool things to do with them. Moms, what are your favorite activities to do with your kids? I, um, my kids are older, so I have two kids in college, so the idea of us all being together at the same time is rare. Mm -hmm. But one thing we constantly do when everybody is home, it's going to sound lame, but we go out to dinner in downtown Naperville, which we're so lucky to live in a community that has such a great downtown. But we go out to dinner, and then we always go to the candy store, you know, Naper Nuts and Sweets. We go mm -hmm. there, and to this day, my daughter's 22, and she will still stand in the big row of all that candy and look and try to make her decision. What will I buy? What will I get? Should I get the jelly belly? Should I get... Like, we're there forever. Mm -hmm. And what I love about this is that my kids, you know, when your kids are gone and you don't see them every day, mm -hmm. when you are together, you do just want to spend time talking and hanging mm -hmm. out. And what I love is that my kids that are becoming adults, I love them as adults. Like, they're becoming cool mm -hmm. people. I want to hear about it. And so this is one of those activities that we get to do that that not only allows us to talk but my kids it gives them such a sense of comfort because they remember doing this when they were kids mm -hmm. like we've always done this mm -hmm. and i think it's when college is rough and when friends aren't nice and when you know girlfriends break up with you or whatever happens mm -hmm. we can at least come together and do this really great activity where it's a, a feel good and we all leave feeling great at the end of the evening you know, when your kids are younger, um, you just want to get out of the house, mm -hmm. um, you know, and you want to take them to the museums or different places. And as they get older, um, they're just so busy. It's interesting what they like to do at family uh, time. You know, just sometimes it's just hanging out at home, hanging out. Um, my favorite time as my kids have gotten older is still putting them to bed, going and lying down with them, because I feel like we have the best conversations mm. um, in those downtime moments. And anytime my kids, you know, ask for a ride to school or anywhere, I love because it's that time you have in between. Mm -hmm. um, but, you know, game nights, believe it or not, my kids are much grown up, but they love doing game nights. Mm -hmm. uh, the harder thing is we love having families over to have game nights, but it's really hard to coordinate. 
<laughs> with everyone. <laughs> Everyone's so busy. It's right. so busy, you know. We just recently did, and my son was like, can we do this every month? Um, it seems hard enough to do that. Mm -hmm. My favorite memories of being a child is my parents have best friends. We grew up calling them mm -hmm. aunt, uncle, and cousins, and yeah, we would have those game nights. Right. And it was fun as we got older, you know, and then we started answering the questions mm -hmm. sometimes a little bit <laughs> better than, than the, they're still adults, <laughs> even though we're in our 30s, right? right? They're still the grown-up yeah. team. And uh, that was that was fun. I have little ones, so we are doing, mm -hmm. you know, we're, we're members at Brookfield Zoo, because I live on the east side of Naperville, so it's not too far. Um, you know, the museum, the ball factory, mm -hmm. things like that, the Chuck E. Cheese. <laughs> and, uh, we, we do all that, right. but you know what, sometimes, it's for the parents, and we feel like we have to. It's the have-tos. Mm -hmm. And if we find ourselves rarely with a Saturday or Sunday free, I'm the first to say, okay, well, there's this activity going on at Naperville Central, and there's this. And sometimes we look at the kids, and my daughter, who's in school five days a week and has you know two different activities, just kind of says, no, can we just have make it a pajama day and build a mm -hmm. fort and play with the thousands of dollars worth of toys in our home? <laughs> yeah. Yes. We absolutely can. My husband and I look at right. each other. We say, "Well, we just saved a hundred dollars, mm -hmm. and let's just, you know, be at home." So it's it's the simplest pleasure. It's sometimes. the simplest pleasure. You, know, you don't have to spend a lot, mm -hmm. and and like you were saying, what they will remember as they get older is mm -hmm. the traditions. Um, things they're used to doing. Mm -hmm. Right. I, I do like the memberships because then you feel like you don't have to, because with little children, inevitably there's a meltdown and then the I day's know. over and then you've spent all this money and now you're stuck and you have to force them to stay. So <laughs> I, I do like the option of having those. Um, there's the Morton Arboretum, there's the museum, there's a few different places where you can buy punch cards and things. And then you don't feel like, okay, if we go and mm -hmm. it's a bust after 30 minutes, we'll try again mm -hmm. next time. Yep. So I like that option. Yeah. Um, Patty, I liked what you had to say about really enjoying your kids as they get older. Um, Christopher and Nick are 15 and 14, and I've loved watching them become their own unique people. Mm -hmm. So when we have time to spend together, I always like trying to find some sort of adventure, right? Mm -hmm. My friend Monica, who has triplet 15-year-olds, um, she and I took all of our kids, so five of them, downtown Chicago, and went to one of those escape rooms. Have you ever yeah. heard of those? Yeah. Yes. Um, and so, it's kind of funny because she and I were like, gosh, I hope it's not too hard for the kids. Like, I hope they don't get frustrated. You know, we'll have to help them. No. <laughs> we, we get into this room. The place was called the, the Great Escape Room or something like that in downtown Chicago. And, uh, and we're in this room. And at least five or six times, Monica and I are looking at each other going, do you have any idea what's going on? I don't have any idea what's going on. And the kids are racing around. And they're like, oh, yeah, there's different deer heads and that shape lines up with this well this is the 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 uh, sequence and then we're going to count the antlers <laughs> on that and we're like what <laughs> and so we're going through this whole process you're locked in these rooms you have to get into different rooms and then um, you have an hour and you either escape or you don't escape. So we have about 15 minutes left, and they, all the kids were doing their thing, they plugged in the last thing, and all of a sudden, the fireplace dips down into a slide, and we're like, yes, we got out! And we're sliding down this slide. No, we did not get out. We got to a next room with seven more locks, and I was like, oh, I almost wanted to cry a little bit. I was like, let me out. And so Monica and I have laughed multiple times over how we thought that we were going to be helping them, when in fact, absolutely. Oh, sure. 
we would have never gotten out. If it were me, Monica, and five of our other friends, we all would have been like, we wouldn't have gotten in the first room. You would have just been crying. <laughs> yeah. all the other right. Right. But, but we, the kids loved it, and uh, and that was a really fun memory that we're hoping to do over again oh, yeah. in future That's years. Then you can continue to do those. Yeah. We also, when especially when I had my, there's a five-year gap between my middle son and my youngest son, and so mm -hmm. a lot of times we were challenged with what do we do as a family when you mm -hmm. have this big age group. You know, sure. you, we right. had this big age gap. Um, so we, and we still kind of sometimes will do this. So we would always find things like like a top golf or, you know, or bowling or something mm -hmm. where it didn't matter your skill level. Yeah. Everybody right. could participate and everyone could feel success. <laughs> you know, like when we would um, do anything. And I used to work at Chicago Parent Magazine. And so my kids would go to the museums all the time. Oh, and yeah, you know, that was one of the great things, except that they would be like, do we have to go to the, are we going to the field museum again? You know, it'd be kind of, but even the youngest one, we would find little things for him mm -hmm. to do at these big places. Like you can find things for them to do and have fun at even a museum that seems overwhelming, but that will work for all kids of all ages. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Now, one of the other um, outings my family loves is just getting in the car and we just pick a new destination, new city, town, or sometimes mm -hmm. in the summer, take a week off, and we're like, okay, this year we're going to go to Ohio. We don't have any plan. So wow, it's just whatever wow. you venture. <laughs> that surprises me because you're so type A. Right? Yeah. <laughs> and it's, it's fun. You know, you come across sometimes destinations you'd least expect. Uh, awesome. And That's we did idea. that. That's we did, uh, you know, every year. My husband loves going camping. I, on the other hand, am not a big <laughs> fan of camping. But I'll have to say, when we're out camping and you're away from everything and just sitting at the bonfire or just hanging out, mm -hmm. the simplicity. So I feel like as kids get older, it takes a lot more to schedule that time, but I mm -hmm. think we do need to make that um, mm -hmm. effort. You know, mm -hmm. those are the memories they're going to remember right. about their childhood. That's that's wonderful. Mm -hmm. We we've done vacations for sure, and it's vac. <laughs> I use the word vacation very loosely. <laughs> they say that a vacation is when you're able to enjoy a trip. Is uh, what we took. Trip. We yeah. took a trip with children. <laughs> they had a vacation. <laughs> but as frustrating as moments are, you know, it's getting. And this one's melting down, or the, their memories, mm -hmm. their takeaway mm -hmm. right. is what's important. Mm -hmm. And as frustrating as it can sometimes be to travel with children, whether it's road trips or planes or whatever it is, I still wouldn't take them away. You know, I, mm -hmm. I, yeah. I have friends who are like, I'm just not ready to do that. I don't want to deal with it. Yeah, and you will deal with something, but the overall, you know, the, the big picture is this wonderful memory and the time mm -hmm. on the beach with them giggling because of the waves and they've never seen the ocean before or experiencing food mm -hmm. that they never have before. And I'm never going to stop myself from taking those trips and going to these places, even though I know there will be bumps mm -hmm. along the road. Mm -hmm. And know. sometimes those bumps are the things that are the best. Oh, well, they like, those are the, the stories that mm -hmm. we all sit around now and we're like, remember that time when we went to, or, <laughs> and we, and as a mom, sometimes I think we want in our heads, we're trying to create this perfect experience. Sure. Like we're all gonna go, like we go to the city every year during Christmas time. And when they were little, I would wanna be, and we're gonna go see these and this is what we're gonna do. And I remember when we were on our way home one year, my Middleson was little at the time and I said what was our favorite part of being in the city and I was waiting for you know the windows at Marshall Fields or like these big <laughs> moments and he's like the guy that was putting the lights up and I go what and it was a guy changing literally changing the really? street light 
Like it wasn't a Christmas thing at all. It was yeah. somebody changing a streetlight. He thought mm-hmm. it was the coolest thing he's ever seen. And I thought, but no, 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 no. We did all these beautiful things. <laughs> and it's like, no, but that's what he loved. Mm-hmm. And I was trying to, to make it something that it didn't need to be because the little bumps are usually the things that are so great. I uh, live in New Jersey and my grandmother lived in Manasquan which is right on the Jersey Shore and she was one block away from the beach and um, she passed away about 95, great life Uh, and so we went before they sold the home to go visit and the kids, um, this was a number of years ago so um, we go into this house, we get the key from my aunt or uncle and within the first five minutes we lock the door right going in and we now have the key outside and the house outside so we have to call my cousin to come bring us a key within the next two hours we've locked ourselves out of the back door because I went out to look for the floats and the kids came out behind me which I didn't realize and the door closed I'm like Oh, no. And so somehow we managed to find, I'm like, there's no way I'm calling my cousin again. Two hours later, hi, do you have a a third key for us? And so miraculously, there was some crack in in the window getting into the bathroom. And Nick was small enough for me to hoist him up. And he climbed in the window to get us out. But, you know, we'll we'll talk about that. I mean, the whole rest of the trip, I remember little things about. But that's what I remember. Because it was funny. We were laughing. Thank God we were able to get in. But um, we weren't in an emergency. But those little screw-up moments are sometimes the things that really stick with you. Yeah. Or the stories you love, you know. Yeah. Talking for years to come. Yep. Yep. Absolutely, absolutely. I bet all of you out there have great suggestions we didn't mention or haven't even thought about. Look for our post on our Naperville, Illinois Moms Facebook group to continue the conversation and share your family favorites soon. Thank you again for tuning into the Naperville Moms Network. And remember, you're always invited. Thank you.